Good day, everybody. Good day. We are the Grand Forks Best Source, and thank you for joining us. It's time for your Wednesday interview with Grand Forks Best Source Studios. I am Rose filling in for John Roberts today, and today we got an awesome show from an entrepreneur queen, Ayana Luke. I hope y'all ready for it. Uh, if you have questions for her, please ask them either in the live stream chat or by calling or texting for questions at 701-213-0863. Today's show is brought to you by Executive Properties. Are you still putting off that project around the house that's been bugging you forever? Do you think you can wait until spring and call a contractor and have the work done no, ASAP? Well, good luck with that. Executive Properties has openings right now to get that project done. In fact, you can check out their Google reviews. Aaron says Chris and his team did a spectacular job on the damage to my aunt's garage and siding. Kept us up to date on the progress and the finished product was amazing. Thank you for your professionalism and hard work. Hey, get that project done sooner than later. Call Executive Properties, 701-330-1273. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Perfect. Thank you. Well, uh, welcome back. Thank you guys for joining us. Hey, this morning, I just want to wake you up well, this afternoon, this morning, this day. I want to wake you guys up. I got a joke. I used to run a dating service for chickens, uh, but I was struggling to make hens meet. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? You feel me? Man, just get y'all comfortable for the day. So um, I just got, got some great queens on town right now with us. Uh, give me one second. I have... To my left, Kimmy. Hey, Kimmy, how you doing? I'm okay. Good afternoon, morning. Yeah, all of that, look, right? Look, all that good stuff. And then I have the the queen herself, Ayana Luke. Look at that. Happy risings, happy risings. Yes, yes, yes. So we uh, you know, we're gonna got an interview today, man. We're gonna have a good time, a great time to get to know Ayana and see her travels and where she's been through. Uh, so I guess you know, my first question would be, you know. Tell us a little bit more about you. Well, um, for those that don't know, I am a mother of five. I know I don't appear to be that way, but I am. have two adult children and three minor children. Um, I'm a- Hi, Ayana, I'm sorry, but can, can you make sure this, uh, bring the mic right up to your face here? Okay. okay. Sorry. Thank Is you. this better? Can you guys hear me oh, better? Right up to you. Yes, we are. Okay, great. Thank you. Sounds yeah. great. There we go. <laughs> okay, so as I was saying, I'm a, I'm a mother of five. I have two adult children and three minor children and so um i have that in my life i own ayana uprising enterprises i own ayana eternal blooms and i also have a book self-published on amazon uh entitled i am still here Mm, wow look at you you busy busy huh that's just some of who i am but most and foremost you know god is first in my life and so i am also a member um, of gospel outreach ministries here in Grand Forks, North Dakota. Go, go, go. Okay. Yep, where my pastor is, Bishop R. Cole. Mr. Okay. Cole, Bishop Cole. Shout out to Bishop Cole. That's right. Definitely That's right. appreciate you, man. You definitely did some uplifting things in my life and my time here. We appreciate you, Bishop Cole. Shout yes. out to Go. That's right. And, and, and for the community, he's done a lot. Yes, they have done a lot for the community. Yes, they have. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kimmy, how's your day today? My day's good. I'm doing pretty good. I'm here. 
We got Miss Ayana to my left, Mr. Yeah. Jose. To I'm right here. Y'all check me out. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm I'm happy to be in the midst of two great minds. And everybody else here in the background. Yeah, yeah, all the producers. Shout out to Paul. Shout out to yes. John. Shout out to Dale making this all possible Thank for y'all today, man. And uh, let's see. You say you got a book, huh? Yes. You know what, uh, Ayana? You know, everybody wants to write a book. You know, everybody has a book. What, you know, what tempted you say, you know what? I need this. This needs, somebody need to read this. Somebody, this can help. Did you feel like somebody, this can help somebody? Absolutely. And I'm so grateful that you asked me that uh, question. It took me approximately about 10 years to write this book that I just published in 2019. I had to take into consideration that this is an autobiography, so other people are involved. You know, I'm talking about myself, my family members, and so to keep their identity um, safe, I renamed those that are still living um, a different nickname or whatnot. Mm -hmm. But um, family members that have passed on, I use their actual government name or names that they were known as in our uh, local communities, um, such as one being of my father, who is Lovey Harris. Um, so, yeah, the main thing of it is I kind of talked to my family members. I spoke with my mother. I spoke with my grandmother. I spoke um, with my aunt. Um, previously, she's now um, deceased as well. But um, my auntie LaGala was explaining to me, you're the first to um, write a book. And then later on, she wrote a book, but she was not able to publish. So I plan on getting together with her son, and uh, which is my cousin, and try to see if we can uh, see what we can do about helping her publish now that I know the way of self-publish and now he can publish her writings because this is his mother's voice from Beyond the Grave. Bless speaking, that would be awesome. Yes, speaking about Beyond the Grave, right? Um, so the core to the question, what motivated me to do this? How did I think I would help others? Well, as an indigenous woman in America, I know when people look at us, they automatically title us black, but our correct term is indigenous persons, right? Come on now, talk to us. And so I had to do my research to discover who was my grandmother's grandmother, mm -hmm. right? And so when I was able to get these names and, and dates and things like that and things were tying in together, I was able to bring light on my family to ancestors that they had no clue of knowing, right? Mm -hmm. Um, also, I was the first in my family to trace back our family bloodline. Okay. That sounds awesome. Mm -hmm. Go on here. And so that was the beginning part of it, right? The rest of it was, hold on. And, Kimmy, you can relate to this because you work with people with mental health and things like that, so you've probably seen a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. I thought about the things that go on in the black community or the indigenous community that are never spoke about, that are never talked about, um, sometimes in homes or, you know, keep that in the family or keep it silent or, mm -hmm. or people just don't understand the culture of it all, right? Mm -hmm. And how can a person come from that and now can say, hey, I worked at St. Cloud Technical College mm -hmm. and I went to school there. I went to school at St. Cloud State University and I also work there, mm -hmm. right? And... Um, now I'm actually a business owner. Well, how do you come from the low-end poverty, um, black indigenous community, and now you are where you're at now? So then you also have an, an obligation now to share your life uplift others. To uplift others. Mm -hmm. You are just, I'm working on another series while I'm completing this seven book, um, I'm Still Here series. Mm -hmm. And so this is called The Diamond. 
Okay. The diamond process. I'm kind of shuffling with the name. Should I just call it the diamond or the diamond process? Because in the hood, and I did say in the hood because that is where I'm from, Kansas City, Missouri, Shout 63rd Street. Shout out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's still, you know, it's still like you have to give back to where you come from, to your roots, right? Correct. So that was the journey with, with this book, giving back to the roots of it, um, giving just doing respect to my father, to my mother, to my ancestors, to, to all of those that paved the way to get here. And also in my book, I have a chapter, um, Ice Cream. He's no longer in the land of the the living the same day I met him is the same Mm. day he committed suicide. Mm. And so um, that was in St. Cloud, um, Minnesota, you know. And so nevertheless, the purpose of it was to trace back the bloodline, Mm -hmm. make sure that when I leave Earth, I've done my purpose and plan by leaving something behind, a legacy where that my great, 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 oh, you're going to find it in the ebook. Mm-hmm. I'm working on the tangible copy of a printed version. Um, I'm also thinking of going audio so that there's always something in existence. And as you were saying before, we're making history here today. So historically, my bloodline will be able to look back so that my grandson's grandson will be able to see this is who my grandmother was, if that makes sense. It does. I do like, um, I just wanted to bring you back to the diamond process. Yes. Because I know in our community, we always say pressure makes diamonds, right? Yeah. That's right. And so even though we're a little rough in the edge, around the edges and yeah. everything that we've experienced, we attribute it to our success today Yeah. because we had to go through so much. So and right. I think that was really an important piece. I really like the title. Thank you, Kimmy. I really appreciate that. I agree, too. I agree, too. You know, uh, the diamonds, they go through a lot. You know, it's just what a lump of coal. You know, you just all beat up and just roughed up. and You the, know, like you said. The ugliest, okay? Yeah, like you yeah. say, you know what I'm saying? You come from the hood, you know what I'm saying? It, the hood is normal. It's normal to be dirty. It's normal to be bumped up and beat up and into some of that pressure. Once that pressure hits you, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You don't know how to react to it. You're going to go, resist it, but when you come out, you just be like, oh, thank you. Thank you, God. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely, uh, Miss Ayanna, thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. You know, um, that's great motivation. I'm pretty sure once people uh, read it, uh, it's definitely going to open up. Uh, like I said, I read a little excerpt from it. So uh, the, the excerpt I, ran, I read from it was uh, basically, you know, you talk. I want to want to hit on this because, like I said, we all have trauma as well in life. Yes. But this trauma kind of hit me quick. I'm like, whoa. I see you still here. That's right. But you was kidnapped for three days? Absolutely. Uh, expand on that, just that excerpt of the book. You know, ain't got to okay. go too far in the book. Okay. Come on, talk to me. Yes. Um, so uh, the situation was I, at the time, at that time and standpoint in my life, I had ties and uh, affiliation with the uh, gangster disciple uh, nation. Yeah. And so um, I was basically um, living a 
a rough life at that time. You know, there were a lot of different things that went on, you know. And again, I don't want to, you know, speak too much about um, my my mother or her portion, right, because I want her to be present to speak about whatever she would like to speak about. And I don't want anybody to use my book, you know, in order to attack my mom because that will be very offensive to me. That's not the reason I created it. I created it to celebrate the traumas and the things that she went through and the, the addictions that she had and overcame mm-hmm. and the queen that she is today mm. because it takes a queen to raise a queen. So let me first say that. Secondary, there's a lot of things that happen in the black um, community that is low when there's a poverty rate, low income. There's a lot of different things that you have to do to survive when there are no jobs available, when jobs are not um, presented. And now we're talking about the 90s. Let me just expand on that. Mm-hmm. The way things were in the 90s are not the way that they were now, right? And and so I just want to say that minimum wage back then was about 450 or 475. Oh, we I remember that. So let me just so let me just mm-hmm. say that. So ba- so basically, um you know, we had um it was like meeting um with with some gentlemen or whatever. This gentleman was not able to handle um rejection um his friend was not either i was told that my my friend um who was also affiliated with the um gangster disciples that um she was injured that someone had punched her in her eye whatever so i went to go who being who i was at that time i was known as candy g that was my street a, name a candy G. nevertheless when when he told me hey my homeboy and your friend got into it whatever he basically blacked her. I was like, what? Where is she? He's like, I'm going to take you there. Well, when he took me there, it was an empty house, right? It was completely furnished and stuff, but it was an empty house. It was just he and I there. And then he locked the door. I'm like, where is she? So there was the rustle and the tussle and the fight for the life there, right? Mm. Okay. And then um, basically I was in this basement for three days. I was basically in this basement for three days. And um, just to let you know, if you don't understand the culture, this was by um, Latin King. Okay. Mm. So they, in this type of situation, so that you can understand, gangster disciples and Latin Kings at this time were not friends. They did not collab. They did not get along. Okay. At this time. Um, I want to just let you know in this broadcast too. Um, currently in my life, I have peace with everybody. I have forgiven everybody, right? Mm-hmm. And I have love for everybody, Bless. right? And so my main focus still and always will be the growth and development of oneself, the growth and development of my nation, which is my children, which is my offspring, which is my bloodline and my legacy. And I will never forsake that. But as far as any type of um, organization or gang um, affiliation or things um, like that, you know, um, there comes a state of when you have to retire from things and go ahead and pursue things so you can open up doors for people. So I'll just leave that um, leave that as as that. But I did get away through an opening of a window and I was running barefoot with a shirt on. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so... Um, you know, you're gonna have to read the book if you want to know all the details about other stuff. But nevertheless, definitely. definitely. Nevertheless, I'll say this: I got on a bus. I never was able to tell this bus driver thank you. So thank you, bus driver. I ran on the bus and I said, "Hurry up! He's chasing me with a gun. Do you see him?" And he shut the door and took off. I was like, "I don't have any money. I don't have anything." He kept Just me kidnapped for three. Years. And no. so he gave me his jacket. You know, he 
he was very nice and kind to me. And luckily, um, at this time, this happened in Minnesota, and at this time, it was the um, 16 route, the University 16 route. It would run from uh, Minneapolis to uh, St. Paul. To eh? St. Paul. Yeah. And yeah. I was I lived in St. Paul, so it was a straight shot. But he was changing out the bus driver, so he gave me a transfer. I never got his name. I mm. never got an opportunity to go back and say thank you. You know, because I was literally running for my life, and that gentleman protected me, and he made me feel safe, even though I was in a very vulnerable state and didn't feel like I could trust anyone. And he made sure to give me a free ride. So I would like to, if I could ever find that gentleman, take him out to dinner or lunch or something and let him know what he saved and show him what I've become today. Shout out, Mr. Bus Driver. Shout out, Mr. Bus Driver. Man, that's that's an awesome, that's an awesome, awesome story. It's a gruesome story, but guess what? You still here. I'm still here. You still here. And so are you. Right. I'm sorry that that happened to you, but thank you for sharing. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing. And, um, Hopefully your story, you opening, open, openly sharing your trauma yeah. will bring others forward to be able to share their stories and seek, a, seek, out, seek out assistance. Right. And right. you know what? And Kim, supports. Right. And you know what, Kimmy, even if they're not strong enough to share their story, my stories in my book are so similar to other people's lives that they're going to be able to relate. So even if they're not strong or bold enough to share their story just by listening, mm-hmm. by reading, by viewing, by hearing, right, the healing process starts there, right? And and so later on in the other book series, I share about coping skills and tools that I've used, um, like yoga and meditation. And mm, Excuse me like yoga and meditation and music for self uh, love, self care and self healing. Blessings, 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 blessings. to everyone here. You know, uh, appreciate that, appreciate that. Did you have anything to say, Miss Kimmy? No, no, no. She's closed that out really nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well on the other note, you know, I want to uh let's talk about this this business. You know, through all that you got a great book, great things happening. Uh you got your own business, uh, you doing mm-hmm. Was it uh, body scrubs? Oh, yes. Yes. Thank you so much. That's everything that that I'm attaching to me. It has something to do with my legacy (laughs) and my bloodline, right? So I have seven different organic body scrub lines. Okay. And I wanted to make sure if I leave this earth, right, then I have something that can pass on to my children. So... I do have a grandson. I know I don't look like it. Thanks, guys. <laughs> so I have a grandson, and, and he has a body scrub that has his name. His name is King. I'll give you that. I won't give you anybody else's names, okay? <laughs> okay. And then my oldest daughter, my next to the oldest daughter, my younger three, they all have their names attached to these body scrub lines, right? And so I will give you another one. So lo- lovey is love. That's a legacy um, body scrub. Why is that? Because I told you guys my father's name mm-hmm. is Lovey Harris. Yes. And so I have a daughter, uh, Lovey, that I named after my dad so he would never be forgotten. And she was the first child I, I born after his passing. Okay. Mm, look at that. Look at that. So that's the organic body scrub lines. And you can find those on Facebook and the links are below. Isn't that right, guys? The Yo. links are all on there. Thank you. Check her out. So I'll check her Thank out. You. And, um, the other business you want me to discuss that one too? So yeah, just that's okay. called the Uprising Enterprises. That's right. That's right. And uprising um, Enterprises. That's right. You know, uprising. What you know? We uprising, Kimmy, ain't we? Mm-hmm. We are. We, we are. uprising. Okay. Let's let's talk about uprising. Okay. So uprising enterprises is a um, 
10 business informational session to help you get started to move forward towards having your own business, right? So what do I mean by that? I mean, you have to have an effective business plan before you go trying to march on into the small business association saying, hey, I want to start a business. They're going to look at you and say, where's your business plan, bud? Right. And, and if you're like, I want to do this, I want to do this, I want to do this. You have to know the lingo. You have to know who your competitors are. There's things that you need to know in order to move forward. You have to have a name for your company. You have to have, like, a desired location, even if you have not obtained that location, an idea of it. So I kind of help you get past um, the fear of speaking engagements, calling people, calling the competitors, seeing what their prices are. And so we go step by step. If you know nothing about business, if you don't even have a high school diploma, it's okay. I can help you. And because I'm from the hood, right, those um, that know, they'll get this. But back in my day, people that had to hustle or whatever, you can hustle and mm-hmm. sell things for 20 bucks, right? Yeah. So the sessions are only $20 a pop. <laughs> a dub, it shouldn't a good be that dub. hard for you. You know, a dub will get you together. Okay. $20, so y'all, $20. $200, you should be able to obtain that, right? And that's my way of giving back to the community of when I say our black indigenous community. I know that some people are like, well, I'm sticking to black, I'm sticking to black. But the more you learn that we are the indigenous people of Turtle Island, we are the first original people, the true indigenous Native American people of Turtle Island before this was America, then you'll have a deeper understanding of who you are. And Mm. so through my journey of book writing, it made me dig up and search things. So is that something that you plan on writing about? I'm already, I'm already writing about it. So you got to get my book, Kimmy. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes, love. And so even my name, my name is um, eternal bloom and mm. so um, you know that's a native flower so they call it native american flower but really it's a native flower of turtle island see okay so where would turtle island be located exactly we're sitting on it love it's it's the united states of america oh okay. yes they I'm renamed happy. they renamed okay yeah. So, Ayanna, yes. you know, uh, we said body scrubs. You know, yeah. I got a, a question. What is body scrub? Okay, so body scrubs can be for different things, okay? When you use the scrub, right, it helps to exfoliate your skin, mm-hmm. right? So there's three levels, three, three not three levels. Let three me, layers? Let me fix what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> not three levels, because you want to talk about levels. There's actually like seven levels to your skin pattern, right? Um but there's uh, three layers of skin in which you are able to cleanse. Okay. So that's why you want to scrub because then you can exfoliate, right, the dirt and things that you can't see on on the top of your skin, right? Yeah. And so all of them are organic. I've learned that organic properties are way more um, Able to cleanse your skin, but not only that, safer to use. I'm trying to, I'm trying to say this without offending anyone that could be listening, right? <laughs> so, so organic properties is the best properties um, for us. And just to, just to have a reflection back, you know, because I, I did let you guys know, you know, I am an open and devout Christian as well, right? So I did let you know that. But in the beginning, there was Adam and Eve in the garden. And he said, you can eat anything here, any plant, any tree. There was no meat or anything eaten there, right? So 
when you use these properties as God's green earth he's already given to you, it can heal you internally and externally. And that's what I've learned throughout my life. Mm, mm, mm. That's what I'm talking about. We are currently joined by the <laughs> queen entrepreneur Ayana Luke. More with her in just a moment, but Thank right you. now we are going to take a quick break to talk about Moe's Cafe. Okay. Check out Moe's Cafe in the Grand Cities Ball, a great sit-down, take-out dining with awesome breakfast and lunch. They have gluten-free choices and offer a 15% discount for military members. Y'all remember that, military guys. And Moe's is open Tuesday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 3 p.m., and weekends, 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. Make sure to check out Moe's Daily Dish weekdays mornings on GFBS. Try some awesome food that is not your ordinary food. Moe's Cafe, 1726 South Washington Street, Suite 31 in the Grand Cities Mall. And today's Daily Dish is Mushroom and Swiss Burger with Moe's Steak Sauce on a crusted, crusted bun with Moe's Crispy Fries for just... $11. You see what I'm saying? Today at your Moe's Cafe in the Grand Cities Mall. So, yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? Check out Moe's Cafe, y'all. We definitely appreciate y'all. And uh, we're going to get back to Miss Ayana, Queen Ayana. You know what I mean? But, no, I want to talk to Kimmy, though. Hey, Kimmy. Right. Tell Hi. me Tell me something good today. Give me some motivation. You woke up this morning. That's enough. What you know what? Come on now, now go, you know go, what? go a little deeper. Now go a little go step. Little, I'm gonna go, go a little step. I'm not gonna even do do surface because some people wake up and they don't feel like it's a good day. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I don't know. For me, I'm just blessed by just existing, right? Yes, growing every day. Um, looking forward and towards my goals, right? Mm-hmm. Um, maturing my overall goals would be to just strive to do and better each and every day. Yeah. Put me on the spot. No, it's not on the spot. We're just talking. We're just having a conversation. I know, I know, I know. Well, you know, I'm going to say some motivation things. You know what I'm saying? I want to say some motivation to everybody. I want to appreciate you, Queens, for coming out and talking to us on the interview today. Thank but, you so uh, much. But my thing is I want y'all to understand that, you know, like I say, mental health, everything is everything is real for you. Kids is real for kids as well. So uh, when we're doing this parent thing, when we're doing this friendship thing, uh, I think we need to start doing things on purpose. Uh, we really need to look at uh, how we make our decisions. That's where it starts at. What are you thinking about? What are you putting in your brain? So let's let's make uh let's make the right decisions and do things on purpose. What you think about that, Ayana? I, you know what, I'm in complete agreement um, with that. I think that we should, as a community, do what is best um, for our children. As a matter of fact, so much so that I also homeschool my younger three children. Um, I, I did do some homeschooling with my two adult children. And so, like I said, they have their own testimony, but I'm a mom that brags on my seeds because uh, you <laughs> shall know them by their fruit. Come on so now. So I have um, my um, eldest daughter that actually um, helped me and assisted me with getting Indigenous Peoples Day added to the UND. Look at school child. calendar Jeez. and also to the 
um, district school calendar, and that okay. was some time back. So we were a part of the signing on of that. And, and I was so I had so much great gratitude for that. At the time, she was the president of the Black Student Association over at UND. Okay. Um, my second oldest is currently, she just came and visit for her birthday and everything. Happy, happy birthday, happy birthday. That's right, that's happy right. Happy birthday. And so she, um, she's actually in Georgia. She's um, studying medicine right now, and she is going to become a veterinarian. And so... Um, that's awesome. This is what homeschooling um, can produce, right? And um, what I've noticed, too, like when children have um, different things that they deal with, like uh, maybe labeled with ADD, ADHD, sensory, and things like that, like how my children have been diagnosed, right, um, that sometimes the school system does not allow them the freedom of, of being free and learning the way they need to learn, and it may be considered a disruption. So I wanted my children to be able to be free thinkers, I wanted them to be able to be in tune with nature. I wanted them to be able to do nature walks or if they needed to take a break to breathe and do yoga. Maybe that's not in the agenda in the school district, but that's an agenda at my home. I want you to feel safe. I want you to feel healthy. I want you to know that you can become anything you want to become. I'm not going to limit you with my vocabulary. You're great and you are a diamond and you can be whatsoever you would like to be. Come on now. So Talk to him nice. Currently, my 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 uh, my daughter Lovey is working on her children's book series on how to um, help children with ADD, ADHD, and sensory, and children that just may be battling with different things, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's what she's doing. And I'll just let you guys know this: she is under twelve. All the children I'm speaking of. Huh? Okay. Yes, and so she wants to own an ice cream shop. Um, my my second to the youngest, she wants to own a candy store, and then my very um, last daughter, who um, you know, she's just she's she's only seven, and mm-hmm. she says, "Hey, I want to own um, a, a toy shop." And a, I want to own. I want. I'm sorry to cut you off, Queen. You know that's that's um, you know what she's talking about. Is you know the society say go to school learn how to work for somebody else. Mm. She say I'm teaching them at home and they talking about owning their own businesses. That's right. Come on now. And so my youngest at seven, she's saying, "Hey, I want to uh, own a toy shop and I also want to be a party planner." And I said, "Okay, the three of you can do this and be great." Now, what you're going to do is you're going to work on your own business plans, and you're going to show me how you're going to work together and make this happen. So it was the seven-year-old that said, "Well, hey, if I have the toy shop and I'm doing the party planning, aren't you going to be making cakes? Aren't you going to be selling candy and ice cream?" Like bringing it all together, right? And so, if I can do this for them now, what will their life look like at 18? Mm, Along mm, with their mm, body scores. Mm. Successful. <laughs> success. That, that sounds nothing like but success. Cheers, children, if you're watching your mom. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Cheers to the kids. We love the kids. That's right. I, do, I did notice that there is a great shift to homeschooling children. I have um, someone who I work with who I also consider a friend who um, at one point had her children in private schools and then decided to pull them from the private school and homeschool them at home. And she also is a business owner. Okay. And so um, 
I have um, experienced personally and outside um, those relationships to people that I know that have children with disabilities or have IEPs um, where they don't necessarily feel fully supported by the school system um, due to lack of staff or, you know, um, just like you said, not the creative freedom. Um, and we know that um, education is supposed to be for individuals with disabilities in the least restrictive environments, right? Yeah. And so when you say, I wanted them to have a space to grow and yeah. be free and learn and just, I, I respect that. Thank you. And, you know, there's something I want to insert, too, since you brought that up. And, I mean, we're able to speak freely and everything here. Um, on March 8th. Oh, that's my birthday, girl. Really? That's Let me tell you what happened on your birthday Ooh. this year. I hope, wait, I hope it's March, good. Listen, listen. Okay. Well, this is what kicked off the homeschooling, okay. right? So March 8th, 2023, um, my youngest daughter, I'm speaking to you about my seven-year-old. Mm-hmm. They had her on an IEP plan, right? They said she needed 11 teachers. I'm homeschooling all three of them by myself. I'm wondering why that is or why that was at the time. Mm. Nevertheless... On said day, we did our daily affirmations. Now, I like to share little golden nuggets, right? Mm-hmm. So since you said your friends doing homeschool, and I don't know the age of her children, but Jote, Jote TV, and I don't know if she's a minority or not, but I know there's not a lot of, like, books and, like, um, videos and things like that for mm-hmm. minority children to actually see a reflection of themselves doing positive things. There's not a lot of that when you look things up, right? Yeah. So if you look up Joke TV, they have a lot of um, daily affirmations like, I love myself. I love my skin. Yeah. I love my hair. Yeah. My okay. melanin, right? Mm-hmm. And so the thing of it is we did that at like 8.30 that morning, right? So I know, well, not 8.30, I'm sorry, 7.45 because they get over there for breakfast, 7.45 to 8.30 at the time, right? And so so um, she was excited, and I was like, hey, you know, they called last night. They said they want you to, right after breakfast, you know, right at 830, you need to go over to the classroom and meet with this teacher. And I won't say their name because, you know, I don't want anybody to come back and sue me or anything, you know. <laughs> but nevertheless, you know, this is the teacher that called. This is the teacher you used to working with. She wants you to come solo by yourself and do this one worksheet, right? And that was the plan. She was like, sure, mom, no problem. I'm excited. I think I can tackle it today. I'm like, okay, baby, good job. You know, go do your thing. I get a call at 11 a.m. that my daughter has been in a padded room since, since 8.30 a.m. Let me, let, me, let me expose a little something about the school district you may not know. They have padded rooms that they're able to put your children in without your permission, without your knowledge. Mm. Right? From my understanding, those rooms are to keep them from harming themselves. Oh, they said they put her in there because she was sleepy and she was sleeping. And then when I asked to take the phone in there to wake her so I could speak to her, um, I was told that I have to deal with a different student. At that time, I said, well, before you deal with a different student, can you make that call and have all three of my children at the front desk? I'll be taking them out today. And I set them up for homeschooling on uh, the same day and got the paperwork completely completed by March um, was it March 11th or no later than the 15th that they had everything they needed to have us as the official homeschooling. If you want to know what that is, um, that's also a legacy thing that I'm doing. It's called the Luke Homeschool. Yeah, our last name, Homeschool. Homeschool. That's That's right. So I'm wondering, like, did was there ever a conversation that was had or um, did you guys, did you ever follow up with maybe the principal and the teachers to see, like, what happened or how, like, 
something to of remedy course. that situation? Of course. But the thing of it is, is that when you sign these um, EIP plans, they don't tell you like, oh, when you sign off that this child can go to this room, that there, there's also a padded room inside of that room. And so you never are allowed to see the room. Another thing is they don't allow parents to come up there and sit with their children throughout the day. That and is they, true. And they don't. But what, what I didn't get is we had a conversation, but why would I need to reach out to you to constantly try to get a conversation with you when you guys were calling me saying my daughter left the cafeteria with a corn dog stick, but you didn't think to call me at 830 when you put her in a padded room? That was absolutely ridiculous to me. I don't know. Maybe I'm different. <laughs> you know, so my children are my most precious jewels. I cannot entrust just anybody with them. Mm-hmm. They are my legacy. They are my bloodline. They are my everything. They're more important than wealth because they are the wealth of mm-hmm. my life. Mm. So there you have it. Okay. Oh, wait, boy. She just gave you a whole ear for You see what I'm saying? Like, you never know what a person may going through. This is what this show is letting you know right now. You yeah. never know what a person had to go through or is going through. And, and Amen to that. Don't judge the book by, by its, its cover. cover. Right. I know that there are a lot, of, um, a lot of parents that have had similar, like, experiences and don't necessarily feel supported. Shout out, I'm, I'm going to say, um... I know that there are teachers and staff and, you know, they they do their best, right? Um, maybe looking at um, expanding on their resources and um, communicating openly with uh, parents of children that have disabilities and things like that um, and actually considering or taking in suggestions or ideas from those parents to just help support the learning of those students. And the transition in the classroom, I think, is really important, especially when, like you said, these are my seeds, right? My children are important. You know, their mental health is important. Them feeling safe in that environment is important. And so um, we don't want them stressed out. We want them to feel supported. We want them to learn in the least least restrictive environment. Yes. And we want them to be happy. Yes. We want the parents to be happy. We yes. want the teachers to be happy. We want everybody to work collaboratively. Yes. And we're hoping that we can get that. Absolutely. We can probably try advocating for that. Absolutely. Kimmy, you know what? It's so amazing to meet you today. I want to add to what you're saying, too, Kimmy. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that you brought that forth. The thing that I've noticed, and I'm not I'm not. Speaking or bashing um, Grand Forks, North Dakota, I'm speaking of the United States of America that replaced the name of Turtle Island, right? Let me tell you what I've noticed about the school system, Kimmy. The school system, you can talk into your blue and red and purple in your face. What they understand is when you withdraw the money. So this is something that you may not be aware of. So let me enlighten you. They get an extra amount of money for every child that they get to sign up on an EIP plan. It's an IEP. Were you aware of that? Individualized Education Plan. Yeah, EIP, IEP, you know, they got all these synonyms. What is it? Help help me, Kimmy. It's it's, it's called an IEP. It's an Individualized Education Plan, and it's specifically for students who have a disability, Mm -hmm. learning, physical, mental, social, emotional. Mm -hmm. It is specifically to address the needs of that child in the classroom so that they can learn in the least restrictive environment and they'll, they're supported. Yes. Yeah. Now, since we are on a live broadcast... And I, I didn't know that they... I'm, I'm not really sure if they receive money or funding yes, for 
people, for children signing oh, up on IEPs. Oh, yes, they do. Um, and I'm going to tell you something else, Kimmy. If you get the numbers for Grand Forks, North Dakota, and I'm not making it a race issue. I don't want anybody to jump on me for it later, please. I'm not. I'm speaking of facts. When you get those numbers, you're going to see Indian, indigenous, and black names and identified people on there more often than you see Caucasian or white people. Why is that, Kimmy? And then another thing is, when they do this EIP plan, they try to make it seem as though the children are dangerous. And that's not okay because now you're setting it up for middle school and high school. So when the children go to middle school and high school, why are those officers there to handle the children with the, what's the name of it? What, can you give me the acronyms again? IEP? Yeah, the IEP. No, okay. You see, and I'm not, I'm not okay with that. So, you know. So I think that they have security in all of the schools with the exception of the middle schools and the elementary schools, right? Mm-hmm. They're not there specifically to handle people with IEPs. Okay. Okay. Um, and you said that disproportionately they all affect basically minorities. I cannot, I don't know, I don't have the, like the facts in front of me. I, I'll believe you if you, you no, say that you we did want the research. The facts. I've done some research, okay. but we want the facts for the entire school year of 2023. So whoever in Grand Forks, North Dakota has that information, can you get it over to me and Kimmy? We're trying to make sure that these children heal mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. Is that right, Kimmy? They don't do the spiritual aspect. Well, I do. So send them to me. I help you. I help <laughs> you, you feel with that. That's what I'm talking about. That's what today's all about, man. Just being able to uplift each other and just understand, man, what what we supposed to do to, uh, you know, help each other and help each other help our kids. Because kids are the future. They are. They are. You they feel are. me, Kimmy? Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. What, what about here. you? What about you? You know what? I love you this. You over there glowing. Look at <laughs> you glowing. I love this. <laughs> I love this. Hey, I love it too. Guess what? We're going to do it more often, man. We're going we gonna to try to keep it moving, keep it going. Um, and Kim, thank you. Can yo. I just say this first? Thank you so much, too, for connecting us. I've never seen Kimmy in the community. I've never had an opportunity to meet her. This is a complete blessing. Mm-hmm. And then to know that she helps with the mental aspect of it. That's another thing. We have a lack of minorities in the area to help our youth with mental disabilities or mental traumas and things like that. So to know that Kimmy is signed into that area, this is her expertise, right? Mm -hmm. That gives me a resource to give other mothers that are minorities like, no, I've been hurt by the school system and the teachers are, there's not a lot of minority teachers. Mm -hmm. Let's just be honest. There's not a lot of teachers that look like us. Mm -hmm. So, and and so I think that's important too, that um, you advocate for your children that you have conversations with you know mark sanford education department that's over there on 47 right off 47th avenue south shut up um, shout out mark, they get have to me. A, get information uh, to entire me. special education department the whole building they have somebody to ha- and i have actually went with um parents to iep meetings to sit down and like take them over there to meet with teachers and staff and like address it's not just what um, the child needs, but it's also specifically based on what the parents' goals are for their children. Yes. And so in respecting the autonomy of that family, whatever they want for their child, whatever those goals are, yeah, yeah absolutely. I would find you an advocate, I would say. Find you an advocate. 
Looks like Kimmy's about to be my advocate. What do you guys think? Shout out to Kimmy. Shout out, shout out, shout out. See you, John. Hi. See you, John. Appreciate you. John. Thank you for all you do. But yeah, we out here. We out here again on the interview, and we interviewing Queen Ayana Luke. I'm trying to tell y'all, man. Look at her. Look at her. Look at her. She glowing, ain't she? (laughs) Oh, there go another queen. Look at Queen Kimmy. Look at that. Hey, and here go a king right here. King is amongst you guys as well. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And um, I'm I'm, I'm definitely enjoying this conversation, ladies. Uh, Is there anything, Kimmy, that you would like to say? Anything else going on in your mind that you would want to, you know, just want people to know? Um, for anybody that is, so my name is Kimmy uh, Liggett, and I currently work with the Community Connect um, and Free Through Recovery programs. Those programs specifically work with individuals that are struggling um, with uh, mental health or they need addiction recovery supports. Um, we help in areas of housing, employment. Um, recovery and anything criminally justice involved. Um, we look at those areas and we basically, we say I, because there are um, specifically maybe nine other providers in the community of Grand Forks, but um, you could connect to anyone. Um, they all basically do the same thing, but um, I specifically uh, work with individuals to support them, to advocate for them, to root them on. We set long-term and short-term goals, and I will basically hold you accountable to those goals. If you're homeless, I will help you sign up um, for housing with the Housing Authority, Indy Rent Help, um, homeless uh, application, basically anything that you're needing. So it doesn't have to be anything specific. It could be very general. If you want to go back to school, if you want to, uh, man, feel your passion. Um, The basis of the program or the requirements are that you are 18 years of age, you live in the state of North Dakota, and that you have either a mental health diagnosis or um, ever been diagnosed with a substance use disorder in your entire life. If you're struggling the last six months um, and just need help getting out of bed every day, if you need somebody that's going to speak positivity with you, like just focus in on like ways to make your life better, that's who I am. That's what the program is for. Again, it's North Dakota Community Connect and Free Through Recovery Programs. Uh, free through recovery is specifically for individuals that are on probation or um, have been paroled, leaving prisons. I've worked with individuals that um, are in halfway houses that are transitioning back into the community, helping them with housing and employment. So if you need any of those services, please reach out um, to me. You can find me um, at the Rise Above Foundation office. Um, 1807 Demers Avenue, or you can find me at uh, Ushine 2, 215 South 4th, Ave, 4th, South 4th Street downtown. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah, check it out, check it out. You know that was Miss Kimmy, you know, plugging her way along. You know what I'm talking about? But see, that's what I'm saying. That's what we're talking about right now. We have two resourceful women. We in a resourceful place, and I am the source. King, Rosé, you know what I'm talking about? Check it out, man. Uh, I appreciate you ladies coming on. But no, not to say nothing else, but Ayana. Yes. What mm-hmm. do you have? 
What I have is that what I would like for you to take away today is that, first of all, we appreciate you for tuning in to this broadcast. We hope that we have said or done something to help in your healing journey and process, number one. Number two, the links are below for myself and I believe also for Kimmy. Um, and so it's going to be streaming on all social media sites. All of them. So that you will be able to get a hold of Kimmy. I would really like to say this. If you are having any type of mental struggles or issues or anything like that, I am personally referring you to Kimmy right now. I'm just meeting her. Her spirit is so loving and so opening. She has a desire to help people. And so please reach out to her and let her connect you with the people you need to be connected with. I want to specify this to um, my melanated people. Okay. The indigenous community, the black community. Listen. If you have a problem with, hey, I've been taught all my life, don't be sharing my personal issues with Caucasian or white folks, right? Maybe Kimmy can help you. You know, she she's a minority. She looks like you. Maybe you have an issue with that, and that's why you don't want to open up or seek help. Well, now you've seen a face that looks like yours that can possibly help you or help you get connected with others that look like you. So let's not use that as an excuse to not reach out to have a healthy mindset. We want you to be mentally strong, physically strong, emotionally strong, and spiritually strong, right? And so um, I will help you with a spiritual aspect as well if you need that. Listen, don't stand shy of coming on over to Gospel Outreach off 43rd Street South, okay? That's the Go Ministry over there. Bishop Cole is my pastor. Let me let you know that right now. Okay, so it's open arms for you. You're more than welcome to come there on a Sunday at a 10 a.m. service. Usually there's a Sunday night service at uh, 6 p.m. Also, there's a Tuesday night service Mm. at uh, 7 p.m. I'm usually there for prayer at 6. So even if you're like, I ain't really feeling the church feel, I just want to come through for prayer. All right, well, then I'll see you Tuesday for prayer. If you just want to come in and pray, slide in and slide out. Prayer changes a multitude (laughs) of things. We got you. We got you over there. We need some prayer. On that aspect. So um, the links are going to be listed below to this on this this, um, podcast, right? And so... That's one thing I want to give you. I want you to know today that you are loved, that you are needed, that you are wanted, that you matter, your thoughts matter, and we want you to have a a healthy brain. We want your neurons to connect correctly. And create new pathways. That's right. We want you to have a healthy tree in your your mind. Do you know they call the mind um, like a magical forest? When you look at the brain, the neurons, when they connect together, they look like little trees connecting, right? So that's what we want for you. And if I could do one thing, if all of y'all will participate with me with this, take a deep breath in. (gasps) We're breathing in positivity. Okay, let's breathe out negativity. Okay, so let's try to do some breaths and things like that. And that can actually change your mindset if you do that every day. I do that routinely every day. And then just tell yourself you love yourself, you love your skin, you love your hair, and your melanin. I love y'all. I love y'all. Blessings, blessings, blessings. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank the queens, Kimmy, Ayana. Thank Thank you guys for coming and bless us today. And I just want to let you guys know, thank you for tuning in. We appreciate y'all. GFBS giving Grand Cities an identity again. You know what I'm saying? But that's all for today. This is brought to you by Church Hill Shoes. Uh, was it, uh,
small. Churchill's Shoes is in their new location, and all SAS shoes are on sale all October long. Churchill's Shoes has been in business for over 65 years and know what the best shoes are for your comfort and well-being. It's SAS Shoes. Churchill's Shoes can cater to all your footwear needs, whether men's or women's shoes, from slim to triple wide. Open Monday through Friday from 9 to 5 and Saturdays from 9 to 3. Call 701-772-8256 or go online at churchillshoesnd.com. SAS Shoes, your feet will be glad you got them at Churchill's Shoes in the Grand City Mall. Thank you, coming coming up later today on GFBS, Grand Fork's Best Source. Make sure to tune in at 1 p.m. with the big screens and TV streams. Remember to like, share, tag, subscribe, and follow Grand Fork's Best Source on all your social media podcasts and streaming apps. Pound that notification bell to receive all the alerts for whenever we go live and check out our new merch store online, gfbsmerch.com. Remember, the Grand City's an awesome place. Grand Fork's Best Source, giving them... And identity again.